Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's a very busy day on the show, as it is every day. But today, what a day we've got for you. Last night, WWE TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs. WWE FTLC. Tables, ladders, chairs, and fire. Main event of the show. Five days before Christmas. Randy Orton burnt the fiend to a crisp. What does that mean? Well... He burnt this guy so thoroughly. Guys, remember at the end of, was it uh, Return of the Jedi, when they put Darth Vader's body on the spit, and they lit him on fire, and he just burnt to a crisp the whole outfit? That's what they did to the Fiend. To the point where now everybody's emailing saying, is that the end of the Fiend character? Well, we got to think about all of those times that the Undertaker was buried alive. Remember that time the Undertaker rose to heaven? He always came back. How many times has that rabbit been killed? So, I don't know if the Fiend's going to be back tonight. But, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, they could wait three days. It's Christmas time. He can rise again. I'm sure they got some sort of wacky idea planned for the Fiend. But anyway, yes, he was burnt to death last night on the show. That was, I mean, dude, don't even get me started on, oh, this is AW, blood and guts, horrible. I was burnt some guy to a crisp in the middle of the ring. That's what they did at the pay-per-view. But anyway, that's what happened last night. We'll take you through all the TLC show. As far as, like, wrestling in the ring, really good show. If you want to talk about the booking, it was an atrocity as usual, but what can you do? Got to take the good with the bad. So we'll talk about that today. We'll get your feedback on the show. And then whatever else is on your mind. It'll be a day of heavy feedback here today, I'm sure. And that's going to be the plan. So stick around, everybody. Back in a moment to kick it off. Wrestling Observer Live. If 
you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Had a Twitch homie here. What's the schedule for this week, Brian? Well, guess it's as good as mine. We just do whatever on this show. But I'm actually lying because... I want everyone to know that we actually do forward thinking here, unlike some places. So there is likely no Observer Live on Thursday or Friday, Christmas Eve and Christmas. So we'll do replays or whatever. And Friday, there will be no uh, Lance Storm show. But we may have some surprises later on this week with Lance. I actually have no idea what we're doing for 
the Brian and Vinny Thursday night show. We actually might record that show. So I'll get you guys information on that when I when I, I mean I'm not going anywhere. So I gotta figure out what Vinny's doing. And that's the plan for now. Filthy Tom later on this afternoon as always. Observer Radio tonight. Everything should be normal all the way up and through at least Wednesday. And of course, if you are a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, or if you are a subscriber to video.f4wonline.com, right around Christmas Eve-ish, we will release, in fact, the annual Christmas show, which will be done entirely by remote. Nobody's coming over to the studio this year, so everyone's going to be wherever they're at, except Mike, who just stood up and walked away in the middle of the show here. I don't know what this guy's doing. It's like, surprise every day that we have a radio show at noon. What are you doing over there? Didn't even have his headphones on. What's going on? What? You just stood up and walked away. Because you were doing your little ramble nah, there. I'm a very important person here. I'm a VIP. Show. Listen to oh, me. For God's sakes. What? Anyway. Um, I, we don't need you anyway. Do you, as I say, do you really need me here for the next eight and a half minutes as you talk I about never what took place the whole last time. night? Listen, here's the deal, everybody. This TLC show, if you haven't heard my 85 reviews of the show already, this lame duck Observer Live here, it was a show with a lot of talented people performing well in matches. Yes. Even Carmella had the yes. best match of her career last night. Very but good. as always, the, the booking of the show was a, I keep using the word atrocity, any new word. It was a Less monstrosity. How about no, that? No. So here's a quick look at the pay-per-view. If for some reason you didn't watch the pay-per-view last night. So first off, we had, they opened... With Drew and AJ in a TLC match. I booked this show on Observer Live yesterday. Y'all heard it. I called it, I called it exactly how it went, by the way. Mm. But I thought that this would close the show because five days before Christmas, Babyface, he overachieves. He beats four guys. Miz tries to cash in. Drew prevents him from cashing. He gets to belt. He wins. Happy holidays, everybody. Smiles well, on faces. They did that. But they did it in the opener. So if you read my Twitter, I was wondering, well, that's weird. What are we going to close the show with? And I thought, I mean, are they actually going to put the belt on Kevin Owens? That's what I thought. Got to have a happy ending five days before Christmas. So then we had Carmel and Sasha for the SmackDown title. Sasha beat her clean in the middle with the bank statement. Best match of Carmella's career. I mean, it wasn't like the best WWE match of the year or anything like that. I mean, let's not get crazy. But as far as, like, what I was expecting what they delivered, very, very good match there. We had New Day versus Hurt Business for the tag team titles. It was a Raw match early. Then it turned into a pay-per-view match. And at the end of the day, Cedric gets the old blind tag, hits the lumbar check, steals the pin from his own partner, Cedric, and he gets to win, and they win the tag team titles. Turned into a very good match. We had Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. The three months of storylines involving Lana, well, it got paid off with Charlotte returning. Charlotte and Asuka win the tag team titles. Lana is not even there to help. She's not involved in any way. That's your payoff, everybody. Asuka and Charlotte, new women's tag team champions. We had Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, TLC. If you watched the first match where... There's four guys beating on Drew McIntyre for 20 minutes and nobody comes out to help. Well, this is the match for you. Kevin Owens, great underdog babyface. 
Roman Reigns a great heel. Jey Uso's out there as a great heel as well. It's literally two-on-one for 20 minutes. And Kevin Owens cannot overcome the odds. He is defeated. He has no friends. Not even Daniel Bryan, who has been feuding with Jey Uso. Daniel Bryan, who teamed with Kevin Owens a couple of weeks ago. Daniel Bryan, who we know was on the show because he worked the dark match. Nowhere to be found. Poor Kevin. And then, yes, the Firefly Funhouse Inferno match. Story is that they're not going to tell you what a Firefly Inferno match is. It's top secret. They want you to watch the show, but they won't tell you what an Inferno match is. Well, it turns out the big secret is it's an Inferno match. They do the Inferno match. The Fiend gets lit on fire. They don't even ring the bell. They don't even announce the winner. They just light the bro on fire. He eats an RKO. Randy Orton gets gasoline, pours it all over the Fiend, lights the match. The uh, the uh, announcers are just appalled. I can't believe he's going to light the man on fire. Dude, you just watch a 20-minute match. It was all about lighting a guy on fire. Now, oh, you're going too far, bro. Lights the guy on fire. Burnt to a crisp. That, that is how the show went off the air five days before Christmas. And the best part was they don't even send anybody to put the guy out. He just burns. He may be burning still right now for all I know. Meanwhile, at Mike's house, apparently they got somebody there putting some fire out. Sounds like a... I was hoping it was like a U- USPS what is that? or UPS truck. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I will find out during this break and report back to you. My God. Well, anyway, that was the show, everybody. Hey, I like the show. And you know what? I may have been one of the only guys, but for what it was, I liked the Inferno match. Oh, I laughed my ass off when he lit uh, that guy on fire and burnt him to a crisp. I howled. Vince McMahon, Mr. Oh, blood and guts. Oh, it's so terrible. You lit a bro. You burnt him to a crisp in the main event of your Christmas pay-per-view, brother. I mean, raw rating, everybody. That's it. Dude, that wasn't a bro. That was the fiend. That's not your friend. It doesn't matter. No, actually, it is my friend. He's a baby face. Was he? Yes! You you wouldn't know it from watching that match. You wouldn't know anything from watching this show, but the Fiend is a baby face, and they burnt him to a crisp five days before Christmas. This is going to be the thing anybody remembers about this show, I would assume, and that's too bad because, like you mentioned, most of the matches themselves were pretty damn good, and everybody worked exceptionally hard. Do we have an update on AJ Styles? I assume that he's okay, but whatever that match was, 27 minutes with Drew... AJ Styles was the MVP of last night for how he put himself out there. And he, like three minutes in, there was a spot, or maybe five minutes in, there was a spot where McIntyre chops Styles off the top rope, and he takes this wild-looking bump to the floor, but he was very much in control. He falls off the the top rope to the floor. He's got his hands on the, the first rope. The way they had it filmed, it looked like he was close to a table. And it's like, man, AJ starting off the night hot. From there... Uh, things got a little bit worse and worse for him as it went along, including taking a bump over the table, landing straight on his ass, and he couldn't entangle himself in a ladder. So I don't know how he's doing. Towards the end of the match, it looked as if when he was pushed, he and Miz were pushed off the ladders, that he flipped out of control outside of the ring 
and maybe smacked his face and busted it open. I mean, they show a camera shot, and it looks like the side of his face was smeared with blood. So the only thing that I want to know is, is AJ Styles okay? Because as far as I'm concerned, as far as action goes, he was last night's MVP. Well, I've heard nothing about AJ. I presume that he's fine. But, I mean, let's talk about The Fiend, dude. Dead. Like, are they going to open Raw tonight with a, a funeral for The Fiend? And, like, oh Randy's going to preside over a funeral. And then at the end of the show, he's going to pop out of the casket and they'll go, He has risen! And that's your big Christmas celebration. The Fiend has come back from the dead. Is that the plan? Prove this. I don't. I don't know about that one. I don't. And well, I mean, can you really have a funeral for a guy? Wouldn't it be the, what's the uh, the post funeral celebration there you have of, of life for somebody? I mean, you can't have a funeral for him. You already burned him up once. What are you going to do it again? You can have a funeral for somebody that's been burnt. What are you talking about? Well, I guess yeah. It's it's not the method of killing. Usually, when you have a funeral, the the body's already there. Then you go and you you bury it or you you light it on fire or whatever it is you're going to do with it. They've already lit this dude on fire. You know they could do. What is, else are you going to do? You know they should do is is the fiend should now wrestle as an urn. He's got his <laughs> he's just ashes now. I mean, I watched that stupid commercial they had where the WWE wrestlers are beating up a virus. Like, why can't he wrestle as an urn? An urn with legs. Ridiculous. It's preposterous. Hold him up. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I got to say something here. Mm-hmm. So they announced, believe it or not, that this coming Friday on SmackDown, we actually have two matches already for SmackDown. By the way, we should get those uh, SmackDown on FS1 numbers here pretty soon. That's going to be a fun afternoon. So this Friday, we're going to have Sami Zayn versus Big E on Christmas. So like... Got to be a title change. Even though you know these people. Their last Christmas celebration, they burnt the guy to a crisp. But that's Friday. And also on Friday, Roman Reigns is facing Kevin Owens in a cage match. What? Yes, because believe it or not, believe it or not, it kind of makes sense. Because you had a TLC match. Some dude kept running in for 20 straight minutes. And so it cost Owens the match, and now they're going to put them in the cage. Now, here's the problem. There's a couple of problems. First off, I could not possibly care less. Even though it makes sense, I'm sorry, you can't book incompetently for three years and then all of a sudden want me to care. It's not going to work that way. I have no faith that you're going to do a cage match and nobody's going to run in. Why should I? When's the last time there was a WWE cage match and nobody got involved? They get involved in a Hell in a Cell match where there's a roof on the cage. And if you want to say, Brian, you're being a jerk about it, all you do is complain, now you're still complaining. No, I'm not being a jerk. It's their responsibility to start doing things right so that I can believe what they're selling me. I don't believe that nobody's going to interfere in this cage match. Why should I? Now, if you want me to believe next time, then maybe you could do a cage match on Friday and nobody interferes. Once that happens, now we're going somewhere. But you can't do cage matches for the last 20 years probably and somebody interferes in every single cage match and Hell in a Cell and somebody interferes in every single Hell in a Cell match and then you finally do a cage match because it makes sense because somebody keeps running in and I'm not just going to play along. you got to convince me first. Then maybe I'll play along. But now... I got no faith that nobody's running into this cage match. Now, Kevin Owens did a great job, and Roman Reigns did a great job, but, dude, the booking of this match it was so dumb. So they're having a TLC match 
and Jey Uso just runs in and he starts running wild, okay? Nobody comes out to get rid of Jey Uso. Nobody comes out to say, hey, get out of here. I know it's no DQ, but get out of here or the match is over or whatever. They just let him do whatever. But then Kevin Owens beats him up and injures his leg. And now like two dozen guys come from backstage to help poor Jey Uso, poor injured Jey Uso. They help get him back for medical attention. Of course, then like five minutes later, he runs out again. Nobody comes out to stop him. It's just ridiculous. It makes no sense. God bless everybody involved, but this creative team needs to get their act together. And throwing me a bone about, you know, following this up with a cage match, sorry, you need to do better before I'm going to fall for this stuff. People may not think that's a big deal when you have everybody run out there to help Jey Uso, but it's like it makes times where you want that to have a greater effect when it comes to a bigger star it doesn't bastardize those times because when you dot I's and cross T's and make sure that everything's in place, I mean, look, the Miz, why are the Miz and almost so stupid? In their own different ways, why are they so stupid? Because, I mean, almost was okay with Drew winning because Drew was slowly making his way up before Miz attacked him, but then Miz gets in, and now almost is going to stop somebody from going up and beating his guy. And why did the Miz not just wait until after the match was over to cash in or have a rock solid plan with the guy that he was going in there with that? Hey, as long as one of us wins this title, AJ, we're going to be okay with this. Obviously that wasn't okay to AJ. Is this going to lead to an AJ and almost match with Miz and Morrison? I doubt it. It may in the land of WWE, but I doubt that it would. But it just, there's a small thing that, like, it makes everybody look stupid because it doesn't make any sense. Why did almost not stop Drew from trying to go up and, and get the, the title? Why only, why did it only happen when Miz got in there? Well, that, I actually will, that? I actually will explain one thing here that actually does make sense. When Miz cashed in in the middle of the match, that actually made more sense in cashing in at the end. Because, if he cashes in after the match, he actually has to beat somebody. If both guys fall down off a ladder, and all he has to do is climb up there and get the belt, that's way easier. Guy's a coward. That's the gimmick. So I was okay with that. But I guess but you when he cashed the match in, in the match and then climbed as slowly as humanly possible yeah. up that stupid ladder, well, his character's a dummy, but that's okay. He's a heel. I guess you can say that kind of made sense, but still, then you go and you make the match a triple threat TLC match. I mean, if you wait till after the match, you have somebody that's all beat up, and you still have your buddy Morrison right there, Mr. Athlete, Mr. Parkour, Mr. I'm scared of almost and can't make my way up the stage, but that doesn't matter right now. You had somebody there with him, so that doesn't even really make any sense. Then you can't beat anybody two-on-one, and I don't want to hear that he's a heel. I mean, it's just dumb. Sting is returning to AW this coming Wednesday night. He'll be doing an interview, and I think it's time that Sting told us what the hell's going on because nice. he comes out every week, and he's there, and he winks or he points or he does whatever, and it, didn't, Tony. it didn't do a ton for AEW last Wednesday. Like, the number was not sky high for Sting this time because, hey, we saw Sting, so now what? Well, we may find out what his intentions are this coming Wednesday. We've also got Young Bucks versus The Acclaimed, Jericho and MGF versus Top Flight, 
Hikaru Shida versus an opponent to be announced. So, yes, Hikaru Shida is wrestling on Dynamite this week, everybody. Get out of my email bin. Mm. Pac versus Butcher. Jurassic Express versus Colt Cabana 5 and 10. Dustin Rhodes versus Evil Uno. And Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford's wedding date will be announced. I'm sure that'll go swimmingly well. I know that's what you're waiting for there. I think the big question is, what will Miro be wearing? And how much will it cost? That's the least of my concerns. person here says, Did you notice Roman Reigns didn't actually low-blow Kevin Owens last night? He, on the top of the ladder, punched him in his junk, just like El Phantasmo. Somebody's taking lessons from the ultimate troll. Well, the problem with this theory, and I like the theory, but normally Roman Reigns does the uppercut low blow. You can't do that with ladder rungs. So he just had to straight punch him. Or I guess from the karate days, the, the, the twist, the straight, the straight punch twist right to the ding-dong. That's what happened last night. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte was totally wrestling and no-selling like Hulk Hogan last night. She didn't look like a superstar, and I'm her fan, but she is way overpushed. It's her first night back, and people already talk about how she's overpushed. Well, it's I mean, Charlotte. she did what destroy she, everybody. She is, and... she is the Hulk Hogan of the women's division. I mean, how they look at her, how she how she moves through it, That's uh, that's a fair comparison there, although I'd rather watch Charlotte Flair than... Than Hulk Hogan any day. Person says, is Charlotte a babyface right now? Because if she indeed is, I cannot for the love of God understand why she demands the referee lower the ropes for her so she can get in the ring. That is the behavior of a heel. You don't get it, buddy. I agree with you, but you don't get it. She's the queen. Yeah. So whether she's a babyface or a heel, she's the queen, and she demands to be treated like the queen. It doesn't make any sense. Sasha Banks is the boss. And she does the same gimmick whether she's a babyface or a heel. Her pro- You want to talk about someone miscast? I mean, I've said it a million times. Sasha's promos. Go away heel heat promos. As a babyface. It's what they do. I don't get it. Charlotte's Not my company. like her daddy, I guess, that way. That's uh, although I guess in reverse, I guess Dude, Rick, Rick was to be almost a heel. never a baby face. He yeah, was so a baby he, face like here and there, but he and always he went back face, heel again. He hated being a baby face. But this is more of a thing at WWE, too, with every one of their their good guys. They want to be a dick in some ways. I mean, look at Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. You talk about why Sheamus didn't run out to help him. Look how Drew has treated him. Look at the Rock's Edge. Like almost all of their baby faces, with the exception of Daniel Bryan, had a some sort of edge to them because they were all basically they came out of being heels. Since they have so much trouble making baby faces, so there's very few pure, happy, nice baby faces. There, even their good guys, their most popular people, they all have some sort of diabolical edge to them. And, and, and when it comes to Charlotte, it's her ego and it's her swagger. All right, so this person has a question here, and I'm going to find out. i do some investigation here on the air. So he says, did Orton really beat The Fiend because they never rang the bell? That's true, but they told me the only way to win is to light a part of your opponent's body on fire. And Randy Orton absolutely positive. He, he lit every part of The Fiend's body on fire. So what we do here is we go to wikipedia what do the wikipedia editors have to say about the main event at tlc i'll tell you after the break observer live 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on, come on. You're in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hello to all of our Twitch homies. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Are you guys ready for today's game show? You ready, Mike? Alrighty, this is what we're going to play today. Wikipedia editor or WWE.com? Okay. I am going to read a recap of the main event of this show. And you are going to tell me WWE.com or Wikipedia editor. Y'all ready? Ready. Don't cheat. Okay. In the main event, The Fiend faced Randy Orton in a Firefly Inferno match. At the start of the match, Orton attacked The Fiend. 
However, the fiend was unaffected by Orton's attacks and laughed hysterically to taunt Orton. The fiend performed Sister Abigail on Orton and then posed, which ignited several poles around the arena on fire. The fiend attacked Orton with a leather strap, after which the fiend ignited one end of the strap and attempted to attack Orton. However, Orton intercepted the fiend. After using a pickaxe, an axe handle, and a steel chain on Orton, the fiend introduced his signature rocking chair, which Wyatt utilized during his Eater of Worlds gimmick at ringside. The fiend then set Orton on the rocking chair, which was already doused with gasoline, and attempted to set Orton on fire. However, Orton was able to escape before the flames reached him, and eventually the flames engulfed the chair. As Orton attempted an RKO, the Fiend applied the Mandible Claw, all caps, on Orton. The Fiend attempted to set Orton alight. However, Orton countered, and the Fiend's back caught on fire. <coughs> Pardon me. Thus, Orton won the match, though the bell was not sounded to indicate the end of the match. Following the match, a conflicted Orton doused the Fiend's lifeless body with gasoline and set it ablaze, after which he posed on the stage to end the show. Don't answer yet, Mike! Let's read option two. Orton was on the defensive for nearly all of the encounter, avoiding repeated attempts by Wyatt to set him ablaze, including with a flaming strap, a flaming axe handle, and synonymous with Wyatt's former Eater of World self, a rocking chair covered in gasoline. The Fiend even attempted an onslaught worthy of Jack Torrance, errantly trying to strike the legend killer with a pickaxe. Finally, on offense, after wielding steel steps and uncorking chain-assisted punches, Orton held Wyatt's face inches away from the flames behind the barricade. Still unable to fully incapacitate the fiend, Orton planted him with a draping DDT on the outside and beckoned his nemesis up for an RKO, then instead found himself locked in the mandible claw. Orton responded by deftly backing the fiend to the flames, setting him on fire, but even ablaze. White pursued the viper into the ring, only to be met with an RKO. Though the match was won, Orton was far from satisfied. After looking concerned for a brief moment, a sick grin spread across his lips, and he dumped gasoline on the fiend before setting him ablaze. Fleeing the ring, Orton posed proudly, admiring one of the most diabolical deeds ever seen in WWE. So, let's go to the Twitch homies. Option A or option B, which was WWE.com? Let's see what we've got here. It's very easy to figure out to me, I believe. All right, a lot of people saying one is Wikipedia, two is yes. WWE, one is Wikipedia, two is WWE. You know Diabolical why. Deeds, WWE. Yeah, Jack Torrance. Jack Torrance. Yeah, The Viper. Come on, that's got to be WWE's readout of it. The first one, not enough of those flowery languages and those trademarks that make it a WWE written-up uh, review. Well, what do you say, Mike? Was was option A Wikipedia or WWE? I say option A was uh, Wikipedia and, and option B was WWE. Well, my friends, those of you that voted option A being Wikipedia, you are, in fact, right. Thank so, you. Wikipedia here... Uh, they seem very confused. They note that Orton was conflicted, but in fact he was not conflicted. He was pretending no. to be conflicted for an instant, and then he diabolically burnt the man to a crisp. That was on purpose, obviously. And according to the Wikipedia page here, Randy Orton did in fact defeat the fiend Bray Wyatt 12 minutes in a Firefly Inferno match. 
Have we checked? And everybody was WWE versus Wikipedia. Hey, we we need uh, some sound effects for that. Some uh, some music, some some music there, and and some applause or something like that. But uh, I can arrange that. Where <laughs> the announcers? Um, not only during this match, but when Charlotte came out, and that may have been a lot of Byron Saxon in there. Where, oh my God, is it? Wow. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's Charlotte Flair because it's her music and it says it up on the Titantron right there. And then when she comes out, you you almost fall over. Nobody saw her backstage. They kept her in a box or something like that hidden in the back. I uh, The announcers are dumb and they're made to look dumb. Oh, man, we had a real good one last night. And granted, I mean, you do this all the time. But the, the funniest part of last night is I'll actually find it here. It was but I in- do this all the time. You had to throw that one in there. What do you... Well, yeah, I mean, many, many, to be fair, I do it too as well. But uh, so (laughs) Roman power bombs Kevin Owens into a ladder and Michael Cole screams spine buster through a table. I was like, hold on a second line. So they do a replay and Michael Cole watching a replay goes through the table. Am I on another planet? I mean, I understand making that mistake once, but, like, you made it twice with a replay. And so then Roman takes the guy outside and actually gives him a spine buster through a table. So now Robot Cole, even messing up, got it right. That was the highlight of the announcer idiocy last night. Mm. Let's see what we got here in the... No calls today, everybody. Can't take it. The Fiend is not the first performer to die this year. Here is a list of WWE on-screen fatalities in 2020. Wait, hold on. Can we play some like some sad music in the background? Some of that Sarah McLaughlin uh, dog commercial music or something kicked... like that. Oh Dom, God, I we, hate that. Can we bring this in for this. No, come on. Dom can't find music anyway. So AJ Styles <laughs> buried alive at WrestleMania by the Undertaker. That was sad. Ray Mysterio and Alistair Black both thrown off the roof of WWE headquarters by Baron Corbin. Sad. Tozawa eaten by a shark. And Braun Strowman drowned in a swamp by the Fiend. So there have, in fact, now been five, five WWE on-screen deaths so far in 2020. And this has been a thing throughout wrestling. Has it not had more people on screen died in pro wrestling this year than at any other time in history? We had a man that was shot in impact, right? Uh, what else have we had? Has anybody else died? I know some people on indie shows have looked like they were going to die going through doors and tables and hitting concrete. But, uh, I mean, as far as being written in on screen, is this the height uh, uh, that we have here of, of dead. I don't think there's ever been a year where five people have died on screen in WWE. Dead active on screen superstars. <laughs> Actually, upset. I should have used this when I was doing the uh, the WWE versus Wikipedia read. That's some game show music right there. Gotta start bringing that back to the show. That's game show music right there? Yeah, sure. Why not? I guess. How about that? I think these are all, there's a little bit of homeliness to all these things that are, we need something more, but da da da, you know, so you got to build, get more upscale there. I'll uh, find More upbeat there. Crying out loud. Yeah.
Price is Right style. I didn't plan this at all. I just went to read Wikipedia, and I was like, We don't plan anything here, and it usually sounds like it. It does feel like a Sunday show. It does. You know what depressed me about that, that stupid Wikipedia article right there is? We literally are at the point here where so many fans grew up on the last 15 years of WWE that they talk like that now. I mean, I listen to some of these. Actually, I don't listen to any other podcasts, but these clips come up here and there, and I'll listen to some of these people. I, I, I can stand like 10 seconds of it because they all, normal human beings, do this WWE speak. And now we've got Wikipedia authors writing these articles in WWE speak. Just aghast. What's happened in this world? This is revenge for Am I 85 that... or 45? That's what you get for back in the day when you were using insider terms like, you know, kayfabe and using them in everyday conversation. This was going to I be was a thing. wrestler. That's how we talked. Uh-huh. It speaks some carnage. It's you, right now you gimmicks right here. Gizik. It'd be Gizik. You. Gizik. I almost said something really bad. Yeah, I know you did. I loved the car crash action in the Universal title match, but hated it at the same time because it was an unofficial two-on-one handicap match. Kevin Owens touched that title nine times. He almost grabbed it every single time, but Jey Uso kept interfering, and by the end, I was just left depressed. Well. Not even saving it for the next pay-per-view. You come back after a TLC with a cage match on the TV show. Yeah. Which I guess. Not surprised there, but, uh, you know, it's still it's how silly that is. If you really think about it, it's incredibly silly. person here says, Charlotte is so similar to Rick in every aspect of the business, except when it comes to selling. As of late, she's totally being anti-Rick Flair during her matches. Obviously, she's not booking them, but she's always going roughshod over all of her opponents. You can't tell if she's a babyface or a heel most of the time. I always chuckle when you have to ask Dave about this every week. Oh, she was for sure a babyface last night. Yeah. No question. No question. And, and frankly, she shouldn't change. Nobody should change their style all that much just because you become a good guy. I mean, you were a bad guy. I mean, your style shouldn't necessarily change all of that much. It's just it's how they are promoted. And no matter what, Charlotte is always going to be put at a level higher than everybody else. Not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's what they're going to do. The same way they they look at Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre right now, and they are above others. Even Bobby Lashley fits into that category for the time being. But because of that, no matter if they were all baby faces or heels, because of what they want them to do, they're, they're that's how they're going to be, and that's how they're going to be portrayed. And how they work is that's how they're going to be directed. So. You know, I, to me, you should never really dramatically change too much, especially if you're a bad guy who suddenly becomes good. You shouldn't just immediately start kissing babies and, you know, technical chain wrestling or anything like that. You should maintain a level of what got you there. You know, maybe to not to the extremes like a Roddy Piper or somebody like that. You know, you should change up a, a very slight bit, but that's it. But, I mean, it's really... It's always going to be how she's how she's put in there, and whether she's in there with Natty or Lana or Nia or Shayna, she's still going to be Charlotte. Forget about babyface and heel. Charlotte's what matters. Person here says, "I got to give props to whoever produced that Drew McIntyre AJ match. It was basically Razor versus HBK at WrestleMania 10, a pro wrestling match surrounded by ladders. Reminded me of the O'Reilly Dunn ladder match a few weeks ago. Well wrestled and creative. Well, I will say this too. I will defend this match in some way." So, yes, but I'm also, I mean, just listen. I've been ranting 
that nobody came to help Drew, and it was four-on-one, all right? Now, the obvious name to come help Drew is Sheamus. But if you've watched WWE TV, Sheamus gets his ass kicked every week, and Drew never comes out to help him. In fact, sometimes Drew doesn't come out to help him and then laughs at him about it backstage, okay? So, in storyline, I'm actually not opposed to the idea that Sheamus never came out to help Drew when he was being beaten up four-on-one. However, my problem with this is even though that does make sense, the reality is AJ told Drew on Monday's Raw that it was going to be AJ, Miz, Morrison, and Omos versus Drew McIntyre. He gave him six days' notice. Drew has no other friends. This isn't even like Kevin Owens where every time he has a friend, he turns on him. Drew's a good guy, Lonely and he top. can't find one person to help him even the odds. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad. 
for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Okay, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. First year says, The Fiend being burnt to a crisp was the perfect ending to his character, and he should never be seen again. However, it's WWE, so he'll probably open the show tonight. Uh, Showing zero effect of being burnt to a crisp. Dude, there was a burning on Raw last week. That show wasn't even over before the guy was back. In a new costume. I mean, technically, literally in alleged canon, both Bray and The Fiend have been burnt to a crisp. Because Bray was burnt to a crisp in a box last Monday on Raw. Right? I hate this show. I hate this show. Not this show. I love this show. But I hate that show. Yeah, look at this. This guy goes, at least Bray is safe. No, he got burnt up last Monday. Yeah. Is now where's Alexa? Or is Alexa done with with Blossom or Punky Brewster? Dude, I love all these people that are like, oh man, Alexa's gonna come back as the fiend. I'm like, dude, I am so I am so out of the demo. If that's what people are are waiting for and they just can't wait for Alexa to come back as the fiend, it's like what? Yeah, and if that's the demo, then just get me out of it. If that's really what people like when you become over 50, maybe it's time for some wild in the streets and we just start dosing those people. This person here says he's, he's joking about the Alexa Fiend. No, I'm not talking about you, buddy. I heard this all last night from people. Oh, my God. Alexa's going to return as the Fiend. I'm just thinking, what? Some of these people, that's all they have. Is that's the a brilliant idea? Alexa things. Well... It's their idea. It doesn't mean it's brilliant. Ugh. What sense does that even make? None. Watch her come back as the fiend tonight. Just to... The fiendess. Mess with me. Dumbies. All right. We're out of here, everybody. I want to thank you all for this. listening. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Later today, Filthy Tom Lawler, Wrestling Observer Radio for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com. Check out the replays of video. F4WOnline.com. And that's it. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.